I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. I'm Paul. Cliff. Yeah. Cliffy. Clifford. Cliffy. Bibbs. I, I get called Bibbs at football. What do you think do of you? that? Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure what to make of that. To be no, perfectly honest, I don't honest. like it. And who yeah, are you? I'm Mo this week. Mo, yeah. Short for something. No, no, not just Mo. But I have a second name. But I'd like you to guess what it is. Okay, is it money? More problems? No. My second name is a football team. No, it's a football team that surprisingly won the Premier League a couple of seasons ago. More yeah, Leicester. more Leicester. Oh, more that's Leicester. awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's me this week. That's awful. Well, I'm joined by the cat, who um, mm-hmm. is causing a lot of distress amongst the bird community uh, <laughs> outside <laughs> my yeah. balcony. Do you, have a, do you have a community of birds? I think so, yeah. There's a few uh, regulars. But yeah, there's a, quite, there's a little community. There's a couple of pigeons. Look, he's back. Ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like Alfred Hitchcock. For it is. It's just one keeps coming, seeing uh-huh. the cat, and then going wild, and then flying away uh-huh. again. Idiot. I'm just pestered by seagulls here. Anyway, so, yes. you look smart this week. I like that uh, jersey you're wearing. <laughs> jersey? <laughs> no. Opposed to you, because you're wearing a, a, a T-shirt that says, Heel of the Chief. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm no Radiohead fan. It says, so, brother. <laughs> Soul Brother. Soul Brother. I think it's cultural appropriation. Nice. What's yours? Anyway, expand on your top. I like it. Well, we did a bit of a, um, a quadrophenia one, didn't we? So I thought I'd put my Fred Perry polo on in that. Yeah, it's like nice. Like, 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 it's like a cycling top. Yeah, I'm going to go around and kick people's heads in. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> what else has been happening this week then? Been pretty quiet here. Quiet, yeah, same for me. It's, it's been it's been quiet. Uh, went out for a meal on Monday because they have this thing here where it's fifty percent off if you go for a, a meal. Okay, then, is that because of the Chancellor of the Exchequer? <laughs> probably, I, w- <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah, it's just to get people out and to get sort of businesses going again. But we went to a, um, a restaurant, an Italian restaurant in Sunland. Uh-huh. Um, and we, we got the bill, and it wasn't fifty percent off in this particular <laughs> <laughs> restaurant. Which so one did you go to? Do Aqua, Bellini's. Okay, it's called. don't know that one. It's next to the next to Sullen's training. It used to be a um, used to be a pub in Sullen, but they've changed it into an Italian. It was okay. 
wasn't wasn't worth the uh, ten quid for a a burger. Put it that way. So did you get any money off or not, or did you just go to yeah. the wrong location? She didn't. She booked it because everywhere she I like because, it. she because it's a mistake. <laughs> 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 so she she booked it because everywhere's full because um, of this fifty percent off thing. Every, everywhere's like okay. fully booked. And she managed to get this place, but didn't check to see well, whether that just assumed that'll be because there were, it was empty because they're not doing the deal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Should have been so, alarm yeah. bells. This, this oh, you've got been. space, have you? Well, I don't want to come in that instance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't they do it? I mean, it's obviously going to get more people in if they do it. They get the money back and off the government anyway. So it was it an so Italian I, burger, was it? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I went for an Italian the week before where I did get 50% off in Miller and Carter and I have a steak there, so I thought, yeah, I'll just get a burger. That's not time. Italian, is it? What, Milan Cot? I know it's like a steak restaurant. You said so you went for an Italian. I know, but when I go for an Italian, I always get a steak. So you just, don't, you just call steaks Italian food? I do. <laughs> I, I, I assume that Is steaks it, uh... are Italian. Like all cows are Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody call you a fucking cunt this week? No, they didn't, actually. Well, that's good, that's, isn't that's it? That's worth that the extra. Nice. <laughs> it is, I went to a bar last night. I was a little bit hungover today, so this is a bit hair with the dog. Uh-huh. Played football, and uh, I was in high spirits. I scored, right. uh, I scored five goals. We went to a Korean bar afterwards. There's one of the lads that plays, though. So he's like, he's just daft. He's really, he's really he's daft. Just daft. <laughs> <laughs> Said um, he's a lovely lad, and at work mm-hmm. he's really, he's good. Yeah. But, um, we've had a couple of extra lads coming. There's been a few injuries, so a guy I used to play football with is coming, and he's brought a couple of his workmates. And I said, "Well, the, the Greek lad's pretty good, isn't he?" And he went, "Which one's the Greek lad?" Well, he had a full Greece national <laughs> football kit on. He's uh, called Vas, and he's got <laughs> v- Vasilis on the back of his shirt. Right. <laughs> and I mean, he looks Greek. He looks Mediterranean. He was uh-huh. like, oh, don't have a go at me. I, I I can't. I didn't know which one was which. I'm like, but the other, <laughs> but the other one's Indian. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's easy to get the two confused, isn't it? I've uh, I've I've realised that I am um, obviously I've known you for quite a long time, haven't I, mm-hmm. Cliff? Mm-hmm. And I've never wrote you a poem, have I? Not to my knowledge, no. So I, I thought that it would be nice be know, to write your poem. Yeah, well, I'm still waiting for a poem off you. So the, the, I haven't learned the how poem, to rhyme yet. Well, I, I haven't done that either. I mean, <laughs> I say it's a poem. It probably isn't. But, I, you know, I don't know what the rules are, to be honest. I'm, I'm not I don't know with poetry. I don't know either. But the, the, the poem is called The Eel with Dog Eyes. Oh, Ooh, yes. Very, very well. Let's see. Right. So here it is. I'm the eel with dog eyes. It's no surprise. I kidnap cats, chase cars and live a life of lies. Why did you do this, Professor Clifford? Please stop your questionable experiments with dog eyes. <laughs> is that the end? <laughs> That's it. What do you think of that? It's quite stirring. 
Sturman. Yeah, Sturman, isn't uh-huh. it? From uh, that poor eel. I can only imagine uh, the horrors that he's gone through. Well, you, you're the person responsible. If you yeah, listen but, to the well, poor. You didn't know what eyes I put on, did you? <laughs> you put dog eyes on the eel? No, what dog? Oh, I don't know what dog. Massive one. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> A massive one. A massive dog. Like an Alsatian. The eyes of a massive dog of a St. Bernard on a small, <laughs> small ear. <laughs> so are you going to stop the questionable experiments, Cliff? Or well, maybe I'll going? reply in the form of a poem to that ear. <laughs> um, I think you should. I think I will do that, yeah. So anyway, this week we're talking about something a bit different, aren't we? Instead of uh, something yeah. old and cult. We're doing yeah. something in the now. Yes. <laughs> is that the right it, term? <laughs> it is. It's incredibly current, isn't it? Uh-huh. You couldn't get more current, I don't think. No, I don't it's... think so. Do you want to say what, tell people what it is? Uh-huh. Um, we're going to talk about a film called Host, mm-hmm. um, which is, like we've just said, a very recent film. It was done, 2020 was done this year. It was only done a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. I think, wasn't it? Not mm-hmm. too long ago. It's directed by a guy called Rob uh, Savage. And yeah. it's based on a, what he did was he sort of, he pranked his friends and he, he did sort of a video where he was pretending that there was something in his attic or whatever, um, this guy. And he scared his friends, there was something in the attic. And uh, it went viral. So what he did was he sort of wrote a script with, his, with two other people, mm-hmm. uh, Gemma Hurley and Jed Shepard as well. Took it to a, um, a company called Shudder, who has like a streaming service. Yeah. Um, and they sort of said, oh, well, we'll make a film. So that's what it is. Um, I'd never heard of it before until you mentioned it. It was the first time. And normally I'm quite up on me sort of, you know, new horrors that ah, come out. But... <laughs> out horror, you? <laughs> you did. But I, I just assumed that there would be nothing coming out, I think. You know, obviously yeah. with, you know, what we've just gone through. Yeah. So... I mean, fair play to these guys for doing this it, in the sort of lockdown and stuff because mm-hmm. they actually mentioned the lockdown and it's it's a big part of the film as well. So, yeah, yeah it was really interesting. I really enjoyed it. Good, because really I haven't good. asked you what you thought of it. After I watched it first mm-hmm. and said, I think we should talk about this. Um, I'd mm-hmm. kind of read, I'd just seen it mentioned as like, this is kind of like the lockdown film you need to see or the film that mm-hmm. like, comes has been made because of lockdown and i yeah. read the name but i hadn't really looked into it and then i uh-huh. saw it was on shudder and also perfect for me an hour long <laughs> <laughs> well it, i was gonna i was gonna mention that it's like your utopia isn't it this <laughs> yeah an hour long film yeah it's just perfect. like perfect for you but it's good that it's an hour i mean it, it didn't need to be any longer did it for what it was no i am um, I mean, it, it was it was perfect. It was absolutely, the timing and stuff was perfect. It's unusual. You don't normally see a film that goes on for an hour. Yeah. And it's another sort of unique point of the film, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, another I think so. So just, we're not going to give away any spoilers because it's no. new, so a lot of people might yeah. not have seen it yet. And I, and I would certainly recommend people try and find it. And what, well, try and find it. It's on Shudder. You can find it uh, and watch yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, and watch it now. Like yeah, it, it makes much more now. sense now, um, yeah. which is, I think, a genius thing with the film. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't think the actual film itself is like a 10 out of 10 film, but I think the fact that they've made it, it's out, it's so current. I think mm-hmm. like top marks, like whoever thought of it, commissioned it and got it made in the last yep. couple of months. So absolutely spot on, like well, well done to these people because essentially it is, um, it's a lockdown film. It's a, we're mm-hmm. talking on Zoom right now. It's a film yep. all based on Zoom. And what mm-hmm. you see is a Zoom call, like you're part of a Zoom call. Um, uh-huh. So you're seeing the screen with five, six, seven different people talking on it at any one time. Um, uh-huh. And it's friends reconnecting during lockdown. Um, mm-hmm. And for fun and japes, they've decided <laughs> to have a seance over yeah. <laughs> Zoom. Um <clears throat> like I say, we won't go into any spoilers, but obviously it doesn't yeah. go well because that's the point of the film. <laughs> well, it's a horror film. It, it definitely doesn't go well. I mean, what what a silly idea, isn't it? Well, what do you I mean, think? When like, whenever somebody gets out a Ouija board or whatever, Terrible. silly idea. Have Terrible. you ever done anything like that? I think, like, I remember when we were teenagers, somebody would have tried to do it, but I don't think I, I'm a total scaredy cat, so I wouldn't have taken yeah. part for very long. Um, uh-huh. And, and I think when we did, it wouldn't have... Uh, I've never done anything like that. I've always been warned off that type of thing by my mother. She's always she's said... spiritual, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, don't mess with things like that. And I always remember as a, a four-year-old kid, my uncle telling us uh, when he did it once, and I don't know how true this story is, but he, he said he, he did it in an abandoned church and they were doing it, and it, it, it sort of spelt out B, E. L, L, and then the bell went boom like really? that. That's what he said. So good story. Um, it is a good story, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah, I've never ever done anything like I've never done a seance. I've never messed with the Ouija board or anything like that. I went to a spiritualist meeting once when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah. that, that was uh, it was at Time Dock. And uh Obviously, the lady picked on me straight away. Something about a watch. I mean, it's always about a fucking watch, isn't it? There's always something like that. I don't know. I don't know this stuff. Uh, yeah, well, the, the, well, just all sitting around. She's like on the stage and stuff like that. And she says, oh, I'm getting something about a watch. Um, and she was like looking at me and pointing at me. I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I was only 15. <laughs> so uh, I, I just sort of ignored her and sort of hid away from that. And then when it finished, everybody was sort of like going away and stuff like that. I don't know. Nobody was looking at the spiritualist or whatever. But this uh, chair just went flying across across the room. I don't know whether I should kicked it or thrown it. I didn't say. But she went, oh, the spirits are lively tonight. Maybe you should ask our uh, our celebrity follower, Alex Lowe, who's Clinton Baptist. from (laughs) Get the words. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad didn't say that it was actually that would, that, would have, that would have been terrible wouldn't it that would have been awful do you believe but in any stuff then or are you just careful to not find out <laughs> well when I, when I was younger I saw something a little bit I saw the devil's face at the bottom because I was going to the loo in the middle of the night and I looked down the stairs at the door and the devil's face was in the door I always remember in seeing that in the door, yeah. Apart from that, I haven't seen anything. 
that's well, quite. You. I mean, you see the devil. That's quite. <laughs> I assumed it was the well, devil. Yeah, guitar playing didn't get any better. So what the fuck is it? Where's the devil? It didn't, did it? You're right. <laughs> I didn't disappear for six months and then reappear the one that did. So if that had happened, that would have been better. <laughs> but no, I, that's the only. That's the only time. My mom's had a lot of the. Uh, weird goings on and stuff like that and things that you've okay. seen and stuff but uh, not me personally Any anybody in your family who's a bit like that? See I don't know I, I think it's one of those things that we've talked before how I just don't, I don't I try not to get involved in things so like mm-hmm. if I thought about it I'd probably freak myself out and I think when I watch stuff yeah. like this and when you start reading about it or if you watch like documentaries and things like that uh-huh. I do like I do start getting a bit freaked out, like hairs on yeah. the back of your neck stand up and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I haven't really delved into it that much, but I know I remember my dad and me my dad'll tell us I'm sure if this is right or wrong, but I'm sure he said he saw a ghost when he was driving a car down a country road once and this stood in front of the car or stopped the car or yeah. something like that and when he got out it wasn't there. Um yeah. and I'm pretty sure he said that there was always stuff going on in our house where we grew up, like uh-huh. drawers opening and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But I can't say I ever saw any of that stuff. And I think Jane's, well, Jane's mom's are like gypsy family, I think. So I don't, like, uh-huh. that's, that's stuff like that, isn't it? <laughs> I, don't I think know. it is. Like our mom I mean, was always saying she has premonitions of stuff or, you know, I yeah. knew that was going to happen or, uh-huh. And all of this kind That's of similar to my mom. Actually, she does very similar things. Can I remember when? Uh, I mean, we we're from South Shields. And can I remember at the market there used to be the gypsy at the market. You used to have the caravan and everything. I can't. I don't think so. I can remember the ice cream van. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the ice cream and van. The meat van. And I remember that meat van. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sure I was shouting the, people fucking down the street with a microphone. How? <laughs> Fourteen burgers. Do you want any chops? <laughs> <laughs> I've got two steaks here. <laughs> Bloody you, madam. You <laughs> at the broken you biscuits. You with the blue rinse. <laughs> Put the broken biscuits down. Get yourself some meat, man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't buy the cinder toffee, man. <laughs> have you? Have yourself a chop. <laughs> One of the things that terrified is, and I, you probably remember, and I think this is partly inspired by it, actually, is a ghost watch. Can you remember yes. ghost watch? <laughs> Pipes. Pipes. <laughs> that Awful. was fucking terrifying. That. Worse. I couldn't sleep after watching that. It was. I, I mean, I, I've actually watched it recently, and uh, it's interesting to watch. It would I've be good watched to it. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's like a reality TV show almost. It's it like is. A, a prank reality TV show. Yeah, it's before really there was reality TV, isn't it? So really, it's really strange. I think that this was partly inspired by that and obviously other things as well. Because it, it, like you've just said, it plays out over Zoom. So it's almost like a found footage film, yes. isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's Which obviously also, like. we know that they're low budget. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at something like Paranormal Activity, which is reportedly like the most profitable film ever made because it only cost uh-huh. $15,000 or something to make and it made mm-hmm. whatever, like, even if it made a million. It's fucking, yeah. 
<laughs> well, like, I, I, was, I always remember the Blair Witch. I mean, I remember going to the cinema, watched the Blair Witch. Yeah, and I remember I, that. I thought it was I terrifying. I did that. I don't know why I went. <laughs> I went in fucking midnight screening on Halloween. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, why I was, the fuck I was probably I there that? with you. It, but it was actually terrifying, that film, because it was, it was not, you hadn't seen anything like it before. It was a brand new idea. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I, think, I think this is where, you know, the, this film does really, really well, because it, it's, it's actually quite a tired idea. It's been done to death, hasn't yeah. it, now? Yeah. But they've done something different with this. Obviously, with it playing out over Zoom, mm-hmm. with it playing out sort of during the lockdown and stuff like that, we can all relate to the things that are, are happening in the in the actual film, and it's also scary, and that's the main thing, isn't it? It's scary, and it's scary from the beginning, like because you know it's yeah. uh, you know you're watching what's going to be a horror. Also, the Zoom thing. Uh-huh. Me and you talk to each other on Zoom every week. Everybody's had mm-hmm. work meetings and stuff like that on Zoom, or people have been in touch with people and family that they couldn't get out and see and start using yeah. Zoom and all that stuff. And one uh-huh. of the things that's come out of it often is and you'll see it on the news and things like that, is when things like happen in the background, like you've got that famous uh, interview on the news when that, the kid came in the room the kid, and all yeah. that kind of uh, stuff. And this uh-huh. plays on that experience, mm-hmm. but flips it into something more sinister. And also yeah. it, it goes on the stuff like, you know, when you, you talk, people are being interviewed on Zoom or suddenly you're talking to your boss on Zoom and they're in the house and you can mm-hmm. see what's in the back, you know, you can see what's in the living room and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. And it, it gets that kind of curiosity going that you're yeah. looking, what we've started doing is looking for what's happening behind people. Or, oh, did you <laughs> see that on the wall over there? And she had yeah. that, that going on in the background. And what you get when this starts, because it starts and it's a bit creepy from the start. Like, yeah. it's just a bit odd. It's a bit unsettling from the start. And uh-huh. what you get is that unsettling feeling. And you know it's a horror film, right? So yeah. things jump out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that you're just watching for something happening behind them. Because they're, face, yeah. they're here, like you're looking at me. Look, mm-hmm. Loads of space behind us. All it needs is for something to appear. And yeah. It's fucking terrible. You know what's happening. And I don't know what's happening. The viewer uh-huh. knows what's happening, but the people doesn't, don't mm-hmm. know what's happening. So it's all of those things that make horrors um, kind of, you know, you you know something that they don't. Or, yeah. you know, it's, it's such a trope in horror where all of a sudden you see somebody like there's something in the corner. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, uh, like Blair uh-huh. Witch Project, a great example, like at the end. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or there's great shots in... Uh, Halloween, mm-hmm. where they close the door or whatever. Twin Peaks is another. There's great examples of these kind yeah. of jump scares of things appearing. So you're watching uh-huh. this, not waiting for something like that to happen from the very start. It almost yeah. doesn't even ever need to happen. You're already kind of like scared uh-huh. or worried about what's going to go on. You, you made a good point there, which I didn't actually think about before, which is we've all been forced in a so zoom really i mean even if you you haven't used it on the computer yeah but even <laughs> if you if you haven't actually done that i mean during the lockdown i'm sure everybody's been watching the news mm-hmm. and on the news that's all you see isn't yep, it yep. You, all you see is zoom calls and and things like that so everybody mm-hmm. everybody knows where it is and yep. everybody even if you haven't wanted to use it Simply by switching on the news and, mm-hmm. and watching the news, it's being forced upon you. So yep. everybody knows what it is. And it, 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 it's interesting 
the other thing that you were saying there, I mean, Halloween's a great example of like the way that they use the camera at the mm -hmm. start. So like your, your sort of Michael Myers yep. at the start as a little kid and stuff like that. And this one is a little bit different. The thing is with this one, did you watch it on the TV or did you watch it on your computer? Well, I watched it on the TV, because, but I would imagine if I was watching it on the laptop, it would be yeah. like a bit more heightened experience as well. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. I think it would be because then it would almost be like you were part of the Zoom yep. call if you're yep. watching it on the computer. Yeah, I So it's really so. In inclusive. I mean, I didn't. I, I watched it on the TV and I watched it with my terrified wife. <laughs> who told me to tell you off after uh, watch this actually she, yeah, I didn't she originally had it yes you did she originally had to go at me and says don't ever make me watch a film like that ever again I says look it wasn't me it was Cliff <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, Cliff told to watch it so it's his fault so you're getting the play you didn't now. enjoy it then <laughs> no she, I mean she's a scary cat no, I'm but the same what? as he said but if I got uh -huh. through it so I thought Lisa would be alright yeah, I mean, she, she she did enjoy it. I says, did you like it? She says, yeah, I really really like it, but it was terrifying. Yeah, I mean, there was there was parts of it where she was like properly screaming at the telly and stuff like that. And oh, I wasn't another part but there were jumps <laughs> where she grabbed us. I mean, the end part. There's a bit at the end, and uh, that's the part that got her. I think where she screamed really loud and also grabbed us like that. She was almost <laughs> hanging on me back at the end. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean it, it. It was scary. I mean I know we didn't. We're not going to go into spoilers and stuff like that. But I've read a few things and I've I've watched a few things ab about uh, the fellow. Okay. And there's a bit that I've noticed. It's right at the start, so we're not going to spoil anything. But right at the start of the film. Something happens before they even get on the Zoom call. I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, so I've got a theory of the film. I shit I myself think... when that happened. Like, <laughs> as soon as that happens, you're like, oh, fucking hell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, the, the, the actual, the, the girl who would start with, I think she's called Haley, isn't she? She's called Haley. yes. Yeah. So all the actors, yeah. everybody uses their own name, I think. Like, their own name. And I think they're friends as well. I think they know okay. each other. So they're all, they're all friendly with each other. So at the start of the film, Haley says, so while she's on the Zoom call and while she's talking to her friends, that she's actually done this before. Like, like we say, it's six or six friends, I think, who get together. Um, five lasses and one lad. And it, 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 it plays on all the things that have happened during like lockdown and situations that people yeah. have been forced into. Friends who kind of live on their own and haven't seen anybody for ages, that's a bit freaky. Like, you know, yeah. people, that affects people. Uh -huh. There's obviously one of the lasses. It seems like either she's broken up with a guy, but he can't go can't anywhere. Can't get out. Yeah, uh -huh. so that, she's in a kind of a weird situation with that. And then there's like a guy who's he's obviously been the joker of the pack, like the the kind of funster, and he's gone uh -huh. to his new girlfriend's place, which is a big country house in the middle mm. of nowhere, and it looks quite rich and posh. Yeah, and he's ended up being locked down there, so he's kind of like out of his comfort zone with his uh -huh. new girlfriend and her posh parents. So there's yeah. a few things that obviously will t people will, will resonate with people, I should say, um, in terms of what situations have been over lockdown. So that's part of it as well. Like you said, some of them are on their phones talking, so they're like walking, going, yeah. "Right, I'm just going, I'm just going to uh -huh. go to my desk. I'll switch my laptop on." So it's all very, you're very involved uh, from like yeah. the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. and 
Yeah, so, and then some people are picking up their laptop and going, right, I'm just going to take this in the other room. And I thought that girl, Haley, who starts it with, for me, she seemed to already be shit scared at the beginning. And she said yeah, she's done I it before agree, yeah. and nothing uh-huh. else had happened yet. And she's very kind of cagey. Like everyone's kind of like, hey, and she like is just kind of staring into the distance, a little bit scared uh-huh. already, I think. The other thing I liked as well is that it, it, it's mostly a female cast, isn't yeah. it? I thought that was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, that's I really mean, good. There's that one guy, but he's only in it for about he's in it five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's and not because he dies mind, at the but... beginning, by the way. He just gets <laughs> shut off. He just closes he it down. <laughs> he does. He gets shut off by his girlfriend. Um, so I, I like that that about it, and I thought that that acting and stuff like that was I thought was it was brilliant. Good. Yeah, I it wasn't it was like massively polished. Like, doesn't need to be though. Does well, it, it doesn't need to be because we're watching a medium where it's meant to be real people. Uh-huh. You don't need them to be delivering like DiCaprio performances or you know like Meryl Streep. Yeah. You just need uh-huh. them to be natural, and it is very natural. And they were, yeah. There were. I think them all being friends and stuff like that helped with that. Yeah. The other things that 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 that's had to do as well because it was locked out and it's like uh, set up the the lighting in the, the rooms and stuff like that and set up certain special effects and things as well. So I mean, they had a lot of work to do these these girls. I thought they were all really really good. I yeah, thought I they thought were. they were good. Uh, some of the characters you kind of like more than others. But that's obviously mm-hmm. part of it. <laughs> so what the the engagers. A, a lady, a, a like kind of witchy looking Scottish lady to do the yeah. seance. And she says, mm-hmm. you need to take it seriously. Like, don't mess around with this stuff like your mom. You know, if you're yeah. doing it, you're doing it. Don't mess uh-huh. around. Or I think she could warn them, like, what might happen if they mess around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she didn't, she didn't really set any ground rules, did she? What you're getting is, because all you can see is people's faces, is you're getting all like real reactions. You're seeing up-close reactions of the people that it's happening to, the people who are scared and what their friends, are, how they're interpreting that. Some of them are like, don't be daft, it's just this. And then I think it's a bit more real the longer it goes on, I should say. Um, Yeah. uh, And I just think it's great. And the other thing is it's funny. Like, I, mm-hmm. I love horror films that are funny. It's, you know, it's these two spectrums of of your kind of existence as things, you know, things yeah, that you... scare you. Sometimes you're, like, scared so much you have a little laugh. Sometimes you, uh-huh. you've got a laugh about things that are really sad and all of this kind yeah. of stuff. It's those extreme emotions. And sometimes mm-hmm. ho- I think horrors are a bit funny most of the time. Not There's some nasty mm-hmm. ones. And I don't really like those ones. I like ones that have got, uh, you know real human emotions in them, which involves yeah. a, a bit of humor. So does, you know, these yeah. guys um, are like, somebody coughs and they're like, oh no. Yeah. Good, good job I'm not with you because COVID and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's just how people behave, isn't it? I mean, it, you know, people have a, a laugh or make a joke to relieve tension and, and stuff like that. So you, you're bound to do things like that if you're in a heightened situation like yeah. this, aren't you? So uh, I completely agree with that, definitely. The other thing's, that I really liked about it, obviously how current it is and, and stuff, which is what you've mentioned and how relatable it is with obviously the Zoom on the TV that we'll watch and the Zoom that we uh, are using now. Yeah, well, I had, I, I had another Zoom before this because I didn't want Did to. You? <laughs> <laughs> didn't Just want to talk case. about this. Was it a seance, was it? But the well, other thing as well is it's like the rewatchability of it, I, I guess, as well, because you're bound to miss stuff. I mean, you're looking at five screens yeah. on the screen at the same time. Yeah. Your, your eyes, 
you know, are only going to be in one place at one yeah. time. So you've got rewatchability as well. Yeah. You go back and you can, there'll definitely be stuff that you've missed. And there's also sure. that stuff where, you know, you're looking for something. So yeah. there's a bit where one of the lasses, they go, oh, I'm sure there's something like flicker in the background. She's like, oh, it's just like a reflection off me. Over yeah. There. Um, uh-huh. But you're looking for that stuff because you're expecting something to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're on edge from the very mm-hmm. start because you just wait. You've got five or six different screens where you yeah. wait. You're watching to see what's happening in the corner of that screen, what's happening in the background of that one, and all of that. And I just uh-huh. find that I thought it was really immersive and, and gripping yeah, yeah. because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the the best bit of any found footage film that I've seen is the Blair Witch at the end where he's staying. At the wall, and it's a, that, that's, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you, you, you don't actually see anything in the Blair Witch Project. It's it's all what you're sort of making and you're creating in your head. Yeah. Really, it's it's it, it just makes you terrified because you you feel like you're actually there with the characters. And a similar thing here, but it does add you know the jump scares. And I'm similar to you. I mean, I'd prefer to watch a film you know that's a little bit more psychological or what have you without those jump scares but i think something like this you need you need that without jump scares in this film it it wouldn't be half as as what it is i think um and obviously that's just me personally other people might love you know jump scares and stuff like that i'm sure that the wife wouldn't have jumped on me back if there hadn't been those parts in the film no no i know like it makes it i i I guess they're the scary bits of scary films aren't they but Uh i I think because i'm not such a big horror fan and we've talked Mm -hmm. about this with when we were talking about hereditary before Mm -hmm. the, the thing that i thought let hereditary down was that it was about like monsters witches in that yeah yeah like i thought like for me, it was a lot more scary when it was just about mental health, and yeah. whether this was her, whether that was hereditary rather than the fact uh-huh. that this power gets passed yeah. down or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just me. Like I, I find the more real stuff to be scarier than oh, there's a monster because yeah. a jump scare well, lasts for a second, right? You get a reaction and then you move on, and, that, and that's yeah, why yeah. they exist. But mm-hmm. for me, the more psychological thrillers and horrors are the ones that are more long lasting. Yeah, and hereditary well, I agree. is like, you know, hereditary is groundbreaking and brilliant for what it did. I don't particularly love it, but I get it. Um, mm-hmm. it what I think is that its its strength is also its weakness, you know, and that is the fact that it's it's done on Zoom. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, if you're being sort of attacked by a ghost, would you carry a laptop around with you? No. <laughs> would you stop film yes do you know what i mean so yeah. I, I think it's 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 strength is all also it's kind of weakness as well but i think that's nitpicking to a certain degree yeah, I think because i think that's you when you start looking at like logically at it well logically yeah. you probably wouldn't be ghosts, you just so. gotta sit and enjoy it don't <laughs> yeah. you you just gotta sit and enjoy it and take nothing away from the filmmakers and the writers and, and the actors as well because i think they've all done a really brilliant job and I, I sat there for the hour and I was captivated. I mean yeah, me I didn't look at me I I didn't look at my phone once. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's what better test of a film? <laughs> well it is. I think that is the test of a good film, isn't it? You know, you, you, you is, I didn't I think, want yeah. to well I didn't want to, you know, avert my eyes. I didn't want I, I wanted to look at the screen all the time. Yeah. Also an hour long, that helps. 
It does. Perfect film. And the, the good oh. thing about it is it kind of plays out in real time. So you've got mm-hmm. the forty minute limit on um, on group chats on Zoom. So that's that, right. That, yeah. that's, in, that's part of it. You know, like this. It, it is. So that that was a question I want to ask you, Cliff, because I've never uh, saw that countdown when I've been speaking to you. Have no, you because it's paying? only for more than two people. If you have a right. chat with more than two people, it, you have a forty minute limit. And ah. you have to upgrade Zoom and like pay for a business account if you want to have that uh, last longer. Which because for, for me it's great. I don't want meetings to go on for longer than forty minutes, so <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not getting that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just that, that the only time I've ever used Zoom is when I'm talking to you. So I've never actually seen that countdown before. Okay. So when it did come up, I was thinking, well, what's that? Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, if a film's got a countdown, it's great. I mean, you can't you can't beat a countdown in the film at heightens tension. I mean, <laughs> Escape from New York is like you know proper countdown at the yeah. end and stuff like. It's excellent. I, I I love that idea, and I also love like the other sort of things that were in this film as well. And there's lots of like throwbacks to other films that yeah. you've seen. We talked about you know Blair Witch and uh, Ghost Watch and stuff like that. But there's also another bit with a a Polaroid camera, yeah. which. At the end of Silence of the Lambs, isn't there something very similar to that as well? With it, yeah. Uh, so uh, there's loads of sort of other films in there as well, or you know, homages to, to other films, which I, I enjoyed as well. I thought, it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. And I the director, and the director, and the uh, the writers as well. I'm working with Sam Raimi next, so that that should be good. Yeah, <laughs> good on them. Good on them. Yeah. Yeah, Great. yeah. They deserve it. Well, I think it's excellent, do. like innovative, and also like I say, like of the moment. So. They've mm-hmm. come up. They've thought this would be a good idea. It would only work if they did it now and got it done, yeah. and got it out now while people are still kind of living this life. And uh-huh. it's just the the genius of coming up with it and getting it done. I think can't be overstated. Like even yeah, if the it? film, even if we can nitpick at a couple of little things in the film, and they uh-huh. are nitpicking because really, I totally enjoyed it. You totally enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. Like, I think, look, they've, they've done it. And I think that's a really, they should be really, really applauded for their innovation. And, I, and the I couldn't that. agree more. I couldn't agree more. I think they've done a brilliant job. Absolutely class. And I mean, it, it, I've read and, and sort of uh, watched other things as well. And people say, well, it was inevitable that someone would come up with something like this. Yeah, but... The, yeah, like, you didn't do it, half, did you? These half, exactly. <laughs> so, you, do you know what I mean? You kind of take out away from them. I well, know, like, well, yeah, but they did it. Exactly. You didn't do it. Not bad. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a quiz. Mm. And it's horror-themed, and it's for you. And you know what? I think you'll well, get some <laughs> of these. <laughs> if I don't, then I'm going to have to start watching six horror films a day. No, like, these are, day. like, kind of... Quirky facts about some fairly famous horror films and stuff. So, uh, right, are you sure? Because I mean, we've gone over this before, haven't we, Cliff? Where you say you should get some of these, and then they're like it's just impossible. No, these so, are these are. You're a horror aficionado, so you should get these absolutely fine. Uh, I should. No, Obviously, I haven't gone like, who's the star? What's the name of the bad guy in Nightmare on Elm Street? <laughs> but there's all stuff that's out there. Will it be mentioned on other podcasts and, you know, and all uh-huh. stuff like that. So, you, you know, it should be right. all right. So this quiz is called, I Bet You Didn't Know This Thing About This Film. Um, 
so that's good. Well, let's see if I do. Let's see if I do. I like the title. Number one. Do you know the real name of the campsite that's in Friday the 13th? Is it Camp Crystal Lake? That's the name of it in the film, but it is a real campsite. Oh, the no, uh, the real one. Yeah, so it's a real campsite where you can go and stay. Presumably, mm-hmm. occupancy plummeted after that film came out. Um, <laughs> I, which, only... uh, which, which I've never seen. Well, I've, never I've seen, seen the first one, and the first one, I mean, I don't want to spoil things for anybody, um, it, it isn't what you'd expect. Okay. Right? The second one is, I, I, I preferred the second one, but I've only, seen, I've only seen the two. Okay. I think that I like the second one because of the clothes that the various women wear. Okay, well, I know nothing about them, so I presume I know in your proclivities they'll be dressed as small rodents. Um, <laughs> Look like eels with dog eyes. <laughs> one, of, one of Brad Davison's many sexual peccadillos. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like the peccadillos. I think we should have a, a regular section, Brett's peccadillos. <laughs> I'll just put in a poem next week. No, you're doing the poem next week. I yeah, don't okay. know the real name. We're talking of about rodents. I can already think of a good rhyme with peccadillos. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I it is a real I, camp. It's called Camp Crystal Lake in the film, but in real life, yeah. it's called Camp Nobi Bosco. <laughs> right, and you, you thought I'd know that? Why? Because you like this shit. That fuck off. This is quite a well-known fact, so let's see. If oh, you get well, this I'll get this wrong then. Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock film. <laughs> Psycho, you know, one of my very favorite films. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Broke boundaries it's, for all kinds of things. Um, it's brilliant. Especially that bit where he's falling down the stairs. That is <laughs> fucking brilliant. Uh, it's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. This? Um, mm. There's one shot in it that was a cinematic first do you know what that is mm. Mm. well I've watched the documentary and they concentrate quite heavily on that one where he's falling down the stairs where he's on the um, it's almost like a skateboard that he's on isn't he going down the stairs <laughs> yeah. Um. so I'd have to say that I think it is, is that not right? that it is the first oh. film that included a shot of a flushing toilet. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. So, no, none out of two. <laughs> Number three. In Alien, 1979 uh-huh. Ridley Scott film. Yeah. Do you remember the egg chamber in that? Um, the, the egg? Oh, yes, uh-huh. And it's like blue... Blue lights, lasers in there. Yep. Ridley Scott had to borrow those lights mm-hmm. from someone or something. Do you know who he borrowed those lights from? The blue was laser it, lights. Was it Pink Floyd? No, but it was the Who. Oh. <laughs> so similar. Shit. Similar. Yep. Nelly got it. I put Thing that in is, because with, last week. In, in uh, alien films after that, you never see that kind of layer of mist that John Hurt sort of cracks when he, yeah. he, he wakes up the egg. They don't do that again. And no. I love that bit. That's a good that was bit. an excellent bit. It is. Do you prefer aliens or alien? Alien is 
the one of the best films ever made. Alien, I prefer it. hands down, it's I much better. It. Yeah, much better. You've got your yeah. Affair Koto in, so you know. You well, know that's it. <laughs> that's it. I was going to suggest doing the Running Man as well. He's, he's in that. Gino's favourite. <laughs> 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 he's brilliant in that film. I, I think uh, the, all the actors are excellent in that film. The way it's it's obviously a horror science fiction film. But to have them all arguing about that pain and stuff like that, yeah, it's just excellent. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It also, Yaffa Koto, also a star of Homicide Life on the Street. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to Homicide Life it on does, the Street. It does, doesn't it? It does. Um, <laughs> I don't do that on purpose, uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, so, do you know what the demon is that's inside Reagan and the Exorcist? Oh, yes. Um, oh, what's it called again? That's why I'm Begin, It begins with an A or something, I think, doesn't it? Um, Akatosh or something like that. Uh, well, that's the other name of it. That's not the one I've got written down here. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, what? <laughs> it's Paz- Pazuzu. Pazuzu, yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not doing very well here. And demon. But in the crow... Starring Bruce Lee's son, Brandon Lee. Um, mm-hmm. He was killed when a real bullet was used in a prop gun. Um, but do you That's know not the... true. Is it not? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that again. Yes, well. Another so, time. So that's the story of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but do you know the similarities or the weird link with Bruce Lee and that? Well, um Bruce Lee's last film, I think there was a um, a scene where there was a real bullet put in a gun and uh, it was just a film. So, you know, yeah. it didn't happen for real. But uh, someone shot him and killed him with the, the real bullet. Yeah. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. And Game of Death, which yeah. came, well, it's like it's a weird film because it was half filmed like years before he died. Oh. Uh-huh. And then it came out years after he died. It uh-huh. was filmed like the year of his death, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Game of Death, he plays an actor in that and he gets somebody to shoot him. Which is just weird, isn't it? I mean, that's just, so, that's just so strange. Did you watch the Batman trailer, did you? I did. Nirvana mm-hmm. soundtrack. Thought that was yeah. good. I enjoyed was, that bit of it. Apparently, yeah, Kirk Cobain said something. Uh, I'll be happy if uh, one of my songs is used in a Batman trailer or something like that. Did he? I think that's what, yeah, well, that's what I, that's what I heard. So that's why it's in there. I think that's really weird. Like, why on earth would he ever say that? I don't know, but he did. But I don't want to be <laughs> famous. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did you what did you think? Uh, what do you think of Robert Patterson? I think Robert Patterson is one of those actors that it's obviously pigeonholed as one kind of thing, and I'm not really sure he is a little bit like DiCaprio and McConaughey and Brad Pitt have been in the past. Um, uh-huh. I think he's probably more like DiCaprio out of all of those ones. Uh, you know, he's, he's in films from a young age. He's been a kind of heartthrob. Yeah. I have to say I don't love him. I've, I don't find him very likable. Um, no, me neither. But he has been in some really good films in the last year or so. 
um, mm-hmm. or a couple of years. I think he's done some good stuff. That's he's obviously tried to move away from the Twilight stuff. I've never seen yeah. Twilight, so I've got no idea. I presume they're awful. So I've never. I was forced to watch the first one with the wife, and it was uh, like pulling teeth. <laughs> pulling pointy teeth. Pulling pointy teeth. It was absolutely awful. But well, uh, I thought it looked good. I liked the kind of. It was all very red, and it was quite. It reminded us a lot of like the, some of the graphic novels, especially the yeah. But basically, the graphic novel of the Batman one that uh, that Batman Begins is based on. It reminded mm-hmm. us a lot of that, like very red and dark and shadowy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one thing, and I mentioned this to you, was that I think the shot of him as Bruce Wayne, it looks really weird. It looks like he's, it looks like he's a man who's come out of three hours of therapy or something like that. He's like a broken man. He just, well, like, he, I don't know, my, my opinion, Bruce Wayne's always very calm and together in public, whether he's uh-huh. not like that behind the mask, whatever mask yeah. he's got on. But this seemed to be, he seemed to be in public and like looking a bit disheveled and stuff where yeah. I don't think you've seen him like that before. So it'll be interesting yeah, yeah. to see how that plays out in the film, uh-huh. but I'm excited for it. I'll always give those a go. I haven't watched any of the Superman films recently. I haven't watched Justice League. I haven't watched uh-huh. Batman with Ben Affleck and I'm not bothered about that. Um, but I, I do really like the original stuff and the comics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this one looks good. I'm happy. It I'm does. really excited for it coming out. As long as it's dark, I mean that's why that's why Batman's me uh, my favorite superhero. I think it's dark. It's, it's like almost like horror times and stuff, and and it, this one looks like that. So I think there's the, also the kind of detective element in it as well, which is missing from a certainly the Ben Affleck ones and stuff like that. I think this is going to rely sort of heavily on on that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You'll be interested in this Tenet, will you? Oh, yes. Well, I love Christopher Nolan. I think he's the best film director there is out there at the moment. Definitely. I don't think I'll watch a minute of this film. Why not? Just What's wrong? Well, you just, it, looks hard I remember, work. it looks hard work. I remember uh, going to see Inception and then speaking to you about it, and you just went, no, I'm not even going to bother watching it. I've watched it. I wish brilliant. I why? Why? It's class. Different fucking levels and things folded in on each other and just <laughs> whatever. Uh, Interstellar. Can't be honest with Interstellar. Man. I really like, well, I like I, all these films. I admire what he does with film. Like He takes it into new directions every time he does something. Pushes the boundaries of technical filmmaking and stuff like that. But for me, I think it, you lose some of the, the warmth of watching a film. Not overtaking. See, I don't. I don't. I, I I like everything. About, I like the soundtracks by Hans Zimmer and that. I love all them. I, th- I like I Dunkirk. I want to see Dunkirk. I like that soundtrack. Dunkirk's for that brilliant. was amazing. Looks <laughs> impressive. Every, I will be in the minority, obviously, because it will be the biggest film of the year and next year mm-hmm. or until he does something else. So, uh, yeah, I, I get it. Um, I think I think he's great. We've got another song, haven't we? We have, yeah. So we've got quite good feedback on putting the music on the end of the episode last week and stuff. So we're going to keep uh-huh. doing it for sure anyway. Like we said, mm-hmm. uh, like we love music. We like listening to new bands. If there's any new bands out there or anybody unsigned who just wants to get a few different people listening to their songs, send mm-hmm. it in to us. You can tweet us. 
you can send it to fleacircuspod at gmail.com and information there, whatever, however you want to get in touch, you can do yeah. it. Um, so the goods gone was last week. It was really good. Yeah. People seem mm-hmm. to like it. So that was good. I like it. Um, I like it. Kind of this band that we're going to play this week are the Mariners. That's um, right, yeah. Who I knew they followed us on Twitter, and I just assumed it was something to do with South Shields FC, because that's their <laughs> yeah, nickname. So uh-huh. I kind of thought, oh, okay, it's like something to do with uh, Shields Football Club. So a little bit uh-huh. of synergy going on there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But they're a band from Nottingham, four-piece band, yeah. um, very 60s-influenced, uh, which is mm-hmm. great for us. Yeah. Have you, done it? Have you listened and stuff? I did. I listened to it. They sent with two tracks and I listened to them both. I like them both. Yeah, and like you too. say, they're, they're very, very, oh, the one that we're going to play especially is uh, is very 60s, isn't it? It's yeah. even got a sitar in there, Has which amazing. I love. Yeah, it's <laughs> class. <laughs> uh-huh, so, and they're from Nottingham as well. I always wanted to go to Nottingham. I've been. When I was, oh, you've been? I've been once, yeah. I, I, want, I want to get me a uh, picture taken with a Brian Clough statue. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, well, one of our listeners uh, gets in touch a lot, one of my old mates, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives in Nottingham, he's, he's from there. Um, so, like, there is a link if you, well, you ask him if you can go and stay at his house. I might, I might do that. <laughs> he's a lovely guy. So, yeah, with, uh, where they've actually getting the, the, the name from, it, it's not South Shields Football Club, unfortunately, for <laughs> me and you. It's a, it's a song by John Power. Um, called the Mariner. I think that's where they got, okay, got the name right. from. I didn't read that. Yeah, well, that's so good. It is good, yeah, because we love John Power, don't we? Yeah, definitely like a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's how they ended up getting in touch. So, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for your time, Brett. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching, host. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode. If you want to get in touch with us, you can drop us a line on uh, Twitter. It's at FCircusPod. We're mm-hmm. on Facebook at Breton Clips Flea Circus Podcast, um, Flea Circus Pod at gmail.com if you want to send anything in, any music or anything like that. Um, and until next time, I will see you later, Brett. Yeah, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what we're going to play as well, shall I? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, this is uh, Bringing Her Back to Me um, from the album The Tides of Time. By the Mariners. Yeah, nice one. And you can get that album, it's on Spotify. So I think you can order it from yeah. Bandcamp. So, yeah. Cheers, the Mariners. This is your track. Bring it back to me. Hope everyone enjoys it. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. When the sun is shining, don't you worry, there will soon be another. Light searching through the curtains in a bedroom shed with a lover. Oh
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.